What's up, guys? Welcome back to Why Are We Watching This Podcast. This week, Zach loves the smell of the hunt, and Sean loves the taste of the shunt, because we're watching society. Fuck you, butthead. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Zach. And this week we're watching 1989's Society. This Directed in. Oh. You got it? Oh, I do have it. Go for it. Thanks. I have directed by Brian Yuzna? Yuzna? Yeah, I say I've heard Yuzna, and I yeah. say Yuzna. Okay. Yuzna. Um, this movie is a comedy horror movie with a rating of R. Yeah, it is. It runs an hour and 39 minutes. It was written by Nick Fry and Woody Keith. Now, we'll talk about them for a second in a minute. This movie has an IMDb rating of 6.5. Hmm. Did you look into this movie's budget at all? No, no, no. I always leave that stuff to you, pretty much. This movie's budget and box office are question marks because it's not listed anywhere and this movie didn't get a theatrical release. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So I was kind of curious about that and that kind of bummed me out that I couldn't find that. Um, Rick Fry and Woody Keith, by the way, the writers, they only worked on two other movies and it was together. And it was The Bride of Reanimator and Dementia. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, this movie had a sequel planned called society body modification <sighs> got stuck in development development hell and i like kind of wish i mean i don't know without giving my score away this movie kind of leaves a lot of open ends yeah and i'm curious as to what they could have done with it yeah um there is a comic book adaptation of the same uh, the first one's the same name the sequel comic book was released and is called society party animal interesting and i love that title for it yeah um, the special effects in this movie were provided by Screamin' Mad George. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, Screamin' Mad George is a Japanese-American special effects artist. He's known for this movie and The Giver. Yeah. Which Featuring is a movie Mark Hamill. I think we've talked about. We've kind of tossed around maybe watching that movie for the cast. I've wanted to watch it um, because it's cool and Mark Hamill. Right. And so it just made sense. Um. Well, so the funny thing about Screaming Mad George is this is not the first movie we've seen his effects in. He did effects for Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Uh, the Predator. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets three and four. Tales from the Hood. <laughs> and Reanimator and Bride of Reanimator. Yeah. Which I mean, I think we've both seen most of those movies. I've I've seen enough of them to be like, yeah, this guy's like the dude. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely like top five, yeah. Go to if yeah. you're looking to make some legit like effects for sure. Um, Brian Yuzna, who you brought up, yeah. Do you know what else he's uh, famous for writing or directing? I didn't look into this one either. Okay, he also wrote Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, of course. Uh, and Silent Night Deadly Night four, and then he uh, co-wrote and directed Bride of Reanimator and Beyond Reanimator. So he was, he and these other two dudes basically worked on a ton of stuff together. Yeah. 
they like knew how to work together right which is cool i mean you don't often see team dynamics in that sense with like uh movies and stuff but when you do it's usually like a pretty solid team of people yeah i agree uh, um two other movies that brian yesna worked on which i was going to ask you if you'd seen either of these but it was the dentist one and two i've only seen the first one mm, no i haven't seen those so maybe maybe we'll put that on the long list yeah uh the first one at least um Ooh, I don't know though. Is it like a horror movie? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. That that already. How like... did you take this movie? Without spoiling anything, <laughs> how did you take watching this movie? This movie. I thought this movie was fine. Are you gonna give us uh, the warning? The spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers. Um. You should know by now. We just, haven't. Just I know mean, by now. We haven't spoiled anything yet. That's but... very true. And I'm still trying not to spoil anything. And we, I'm I don't give, want to spoil my rating either. Well, and I'll give you a synopsis of the movie in just a second, and it, it doesn't spoil anything either. Um, you don't get to know my rating yet. You have to wait until the end. Those are my intro notes as far as just behind the movie. Yeah. So everything okay. after this is just me reacting to the movie. Okay. Or um, quotes, but we decided we're going to do quotes at the end this time. Yeah, well, we've done that a couple times. I think we should make that the thing. Okay. That way we can do them together. Sometimes it's kind of hard not to, though, I when know. we're talking about that, that part. Right. Um, okay, so this movie, really quick. Afraid of his family and the people around him, Billy, an upper-class teenager involved in society, believes he's caught up in a ring of incest and aristocracy. When the people helping Billy are involved in freak accidents, he and his friend Milo infiltrate a secret party held by members of society, only to discover that society is far worse than he could have imagined. Yeah. That's it. Without really giving anything away, I think that's a pretty solid way to cover this movie. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm going to give this movie like a lot of credit for, because I think... <laughs> which is funny because I kind of like shit on the species for this. This movie opens <laughs> up and immediately jumps into the fucking Dutch angles, which we've talked about a little bit, but the Dutch angle is when the camera's about 45 degrees, so it's a yeah. little bit off. And it's just meant to give you a feel of unease to let you know that something's wrong. Yeah. But with this movie just like throws you right at you. It's like something ain't right. <laughs> just as soon as we get in. Yeah, I thought the way this movie started out looked pretty good. Because And they, they do sort of a, um like the circular... um movement where they show you a scene and then they go back like two weeks and then they play it out or a yeah. week a week i think it is yeah um which i think i got kind of lost i guess i was i didn't see the transition really and i was very confused i and i so i watched this two nights ago sure um and i didn't get a chance to watch it again and i really wanted to because like i saw the movie i was like okay um but I wanted to watch it again to like have everything down. Yeah. But I just didn't have time. Um, unfortunately. So it's going to be a little foggy for me, but I, I remember like, like the main important parts really, it's just going to be like bits of like stuff in the story that I don't. Sure. Well, so, um, some of the main movements of this movie, um, like they hint a lot at like incest and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, this movie, I will say they kind of jump right into the story. They don't really like, like they immediately are showing you shit because he immediately takes a bite out of the, okay, let me, yeah. I guess what I should say, I should back up a little bit last weekend or last week, you and I watched the trailer for this movie. 
Yeah. That's how we decided we would cover it. Which is a good way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I was kind of expecting some of the imagery that we see. I mean, a lot. there's a chunk of it we do only see at the end. But I was expecting to see more of it kind of later in the movie. And mm-hmm. a lot of it happens pretty quick. Yeah. Which... Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. Okay, so, um... Well, then... So, yeah. So, we get Billy sort of being paranoid in the house. And then there's this flashback. Or this flash. And then we get sort of our title sequence. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the title sequence for yeah. this movie. Because it's it... kind of gross. But I like the music. Yeah. That, like, uplifting song, and it's about society. Yeah, it was, uh, it just really, like, pieced together really well, and really, like, established the vibe of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it, it, well, and then there's a really cool, here's the thing, too, knowing the end of this movie, it kind of, like, changes a lot of the shit that's said, and that you see. Yeah, and that's where I'm like, it's going to be kind of foggy for me, sure. so... <laughs> well, um... We're just going to kind of wing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for instance, this title sequence is... I mean, the best way I could describe it is what looks like a lot of people having, like, some sort of crazy orgy in mud. Yeah. But then the, uh, there's, like, this pretty song playing over it, and it's sort of showing the exact... what society ends up being without, once again, giving too much away but being something that's sort of disgusting covered up by this pretty thing. Yeah. And I was like, man, that is cool. When you know that, and because, and I bring that up because the song plays again at the end of the movie, over the end credits. Yeah. Um, yep, 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 yep. I just, I loved it. I don't know. I thought that was just like such a cool uh, opening sequence for this movie, especially now having watched it through. Yeah. I say, I, I I've wanted, never seen this. I wanted to watch it again. So. It's kind of an odd movie. Like, I don't, I, I kind of want to make people watch it. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, we get... When, when, when he, when he kind of comes back in, he's in, like, his... Is this guy supposed to be sort of his, um, like, his therapist? Yeah, that's kind of what I picked up on it. But I was like, well... I, I didn't understand how what he was, like, affiliated with. Like, was he, like, a school therapist? Because that's what it kind of seemed like to me. Yeah, they don't... But then it's almost like, no, he just goes to a therapist. Yeah, they don't quite say. Or it's like he has a family therapist or something. Oh, that's that's what's odd about it, is it seems like he's a counselor. Yeah. But like a high school counselor. But, the way but they portray a, him. But he's a therapist. Right. Because he has like a therapist office and stuff. He's got like <clears throat> the long couch. Yeah, yeah. And he... I mean, he says some stuff. Um, and I'll kind of wait to, to quote him. But he says some stuff that... It's pretty creepy. And and especially when you know the end of the movie is very like creepy. Well, and it seems like he kind of tries to lead him in certain ways. Oh, definitely. Like he's he, luring him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Um and he so in this sequence he bites into the apple. Did I already bring this up? No, we're okay. we were getting into it. So, yes. So, he bites into the apple and it's filled with worms and like no worms. Yeah. Um It's nasty. That is like one of my biggest fears is taking a bite out of a fruit and they're just being like nar nar bobo shit in there. <laughs> and I'm like, not about that. So, um, yeah, that, sorry, that, I'm opening my water. That shit's not good. That's funny. I, in my notes, I wrote intro's a bit, intro's a bit confusing. Uh, because, because of that jump, they don't really distinguish that they're going back a, a week. 
yeah. for however long. I'm assuming it's like a week. Yeah. Um. We get we get to know his family a little bit, and they're a bit odd. His sister, his sister at first isn't that bad, but then she kind of like. Well, I don't know. No, I got creepy vibes right away. Immediately? Yeah, because she's like, she was like really close with him yeah. and then was like asking him to zip her up. True. And that was pretty early on because that's like when you meet his family. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, it felt to me like she, okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because that's where some of the incesty stuff starts to come in. Yeah. But that's the like, thing Whoa. is, well, he, in a little bit though, not too long later, um, he walks in to her like in the shower. Yeah. And he like opens the thing and she screams like she gets upset yeah. as opposed to later when she's a little more like, I don't know. I guess with him, she's always kind of like that. But it, later on, there's a scene where it's him, or it's her rather, the mom and the dad in a bedroom in a very, like, sexually suggestive situation. Yeah, with all and, three of them. But then she's like, don't be gross. And it's yeah. like... I know. I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought that was kind of odd, too. I was like, where... Kind of left field. Uh, yeah. But that's the thing, too, is it's like they're trying to convince him, but it's so obvious. Mm -hmm. I like this movie as... An example of paranoia. It that was so that's kind of I think part of the movie. It's like that. It, that's like the main theme. It keeps getting brought up. Right. They keep telling him he's paranoid, and they're playing with like that. And then I mean, the idea that he was adopted, which I guess that adds to paranoia because he, he's like. Paranoid but it almost. Adopted. Knowing the end, it almost seems like that was kind of an excuse to get him to, like, give in. That's funny. Should we just kind of jump there for a second? Because I have some questions, and I don't necessarily want to I don't to know forget. if we should, because I feel like it's going to blow up, or we're going to spend a lot of time on that. Okay, end. without getting into it too much, do you think that the people involved, he would have been in the same position as Blanchard, I'm assuming? Oh, who is Blanchard again? He's the the guy that shows him the tape, or that shows him. The oh, Bla tape Blanchard, yeah, Blanchard. yeah, the guy with the Blanchard. beauty mark. Is he? Uh, is he Francis in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? I didn't look this up. No, I don't think so. Because I was like, damn, did you just get like chubby or like fat as fuck? No, that hair? guy looks. No, no, no. I don't, okay. I'm pretty sure it's not the same guy, but I do feel like I've seen this guy in something. Maybe that's what it is. He's just familiar, but um. So when. Like we said, spoilers, but at the end, what happens to him? Yeah. Do you think he survived? No. Then why would they do that to Billy rather than the sister? I guess is my point on that. We might if, have to wait to jump into if this. He wasn't, if he wasn't an actual sibling. Do you, are you saying that you think he was actually their son? Um, because there's a reveal no. that he was adopted. I was gonna say no. I I don't think so. Do so you think he was adopted? Yeah. Me too. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Earlier yeah. in the movie, you think that they said that he was their son and that he was not adopted to try to get him to stay along, to like lure him. Well, I thought they do tell him that he was adopted. At the very end, they do. Oops. Spoiler. That's okay. That's um, like the least of the spoilers. Okay. Well, 
Because, well, he talks about it. He's like, I think I'm adopted. He brings it up a lot. Yeah. He, like, definitely. And so I was like, okay, it. well, he this guy's a, a smart guy. He's figuring everything out. Yeah. And so he must, you know, he was adopted. I, um. Because don't, well, I guess the mom has, like, brown hair, but it's like, doesn't his family all have blonde hair and he has, like, dark brown hair? Yeah, that's true. Also, oh, I want to ask something really quick. When was when did this movie actually come out? Because IMDb says eighty nine, and Prime says ninety two. Oh, I actually put eighty nine, but let me see if I can get you a date on that. Um, before or while I'm looking that up, uh, this is Blanchard, um, hiding in the closet. While the sister's like getting ready, yeah, with her earring on the floor, yeah. which we find out why later, like kind of, they don't really tell you, but they allude to why. Um, dude, him just being in the closet, that scene is why home invasion movies to me are like the scariest shit. Just the idea that someone's just in your house and you yeah, don't know, and you don't know. I know. Ugh. I don't even think we've done a home invasion movie on this podcast, and I'm so glad. Oh no, but we did watch um, Creep and talked about it. Did we? Yeah. Oh, not for the podcast. Not for the podcast. Right. We've oh, talked right, about right. Oh, that movie was good, too, though. I thought it was interesting. The second one was a little bit odd for me. A little bit. I heard them talking about that on a podcast. On which podcast was it? Hmm? Was it the movie Crypt? It was. Shout yeah. out to Movie Crypt. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was looking up. <laughs> the year this movie actually oh, came oh, out. Oh, 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 Sorry. <laughs> um... So, oh, the family's reaction, though, to him being in the house was, like, so under-dramatized. They were just, like, so, like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, motherfucker, if I someone caught some dude in my house, I'd be, like, beating the fuck out of him. Like, what yeah, the hell? Yeah, for real. Uh, this movie was released on June 11th, 1992, but it was mm-hmm. made in 1989. Okay. Well... I was going to say, is it truly a 90s movie without a mullet in it? So <laughs> That's so fun. Dude, this main actor, Billy Warlock, yeah. that's the actor's name. I know. It's awesome. It's something. I think that's sick. I love that. That sounds like it's out of a, a comic book or something. Do you like him? Do you think he's a good actor? Yeah, I thought he was a good actor. He reminds me of, like, I, I didn't, okay, I'm going to say this person, and at first I was like, eh, no. Because I thought it, and then I was like, no. But then as the movie went on, I was like, but kind of. And it, it's Emilio Estevez. You're reminding I, me so much of Emilio. Okay, that's funny, because I was going to say he's a mix of, and I don't want to just say Michael Michael J. Fox, but Marty McFly and Charlie Sheen. That's funny. But I then I was like, that. no, he's not really so much Charlie Sheen that. like. Well, he kind of is, but I feel like Emilio is better emilio oh so uh, sorry sorry to cut you <laughs> off <laughs> you fucking emilios um this movie was released in 89 in london okay and then 92 in the u.s gotcha is what i'm getting That's, you sound like you're from london this is from the quickly available internet so it's obviously a hundred percent true absolutely everything you read on the internet's true yeah, so you did bring it up, but Billy zips up the the back of his sister's dress. Yeah. And her bu- back kind of does the bubble. Oh, that was the reason for that, though. Yeah. I forgot. But Although, that was, like, kind of a cool effect. 
Yeah, it was. It looked really good. It was solid. I think probably like three out of four effects in this movie, not like specifically, but statistically in my opinion, look really, really solid. But every now and then they have something that I'm like, eh. No, okay. I agree. But, um, and we'll get into which ones because it's two specific ones in my opinion that I was like, eh, really? Do you know what a coming out party is? No. <laughs> so I had to look this up because I didn't either. I was very confused as to what was happening because they kept referring to this coming out party. Okay. And I was like... Is it like basically an orgy? No, oh. it's not. A coming out... Well, maybe it is, but as far as like what it is listed to be is um, it's an upper class event for young women. When they turn 18, they debut as an adult who is available for marriage. Ah. Uh. Yeah. It's some weird, like, old school shit. But I was unaware, and so I was like, oh, maybe I'll look this up, because it was kind of a bit... I was like, this movie is either really progressive, or it's really regressive. And <laughs> it's obviously really regressive in the way that it plays a lot of things, but... Like, fucking incest. Yeah, but it's because... Do you want to spoil it? <laughs> well, no, but... I think it's a it's a little little more complicated than just what happens at the end it, because there's you know like a message in there. Ooh, there, there's a message in the whole movie. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but it kind of tells you these things. Well, they kind of tell you what the message, in my opinion, to this movie is. Yeah, well, kind yeah. of, kind of blatantly. <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's what I mean. The next thing that kind of, like, stuck out that it happened was um, when he does go and find his sister in the shower and her body's sort of mangled. So her... It's, it's contorted. Her, it's her butt against the glass window, but and then her also boobs. her boobs. And, and her, her face. face. Yeah, it's jacked up. Which, this is one of the two uh, effects that, like, really showed the seams. Are you saying you don't think the effects in this scene look good? I think that it's effective, but I think that you can see the seams a little too much. I thought for its time, it was, like, really good. Okay. Because the thing is, like, yeah, you can kind of tell. But there's also this, like, wavy shower door in the way. I will say... so you can't really see it, because once he opens the door, she's normal. I I will give you that it's not as bad nearly as bad as the effect later of the mom getting out of bed at the end of the movie (laughs) yeah okay i i okay i see what you're saying that's the other one where i was like okay but i get it i thought it added to the aesthetic though i I thought it made it look that much more horrifying i kind of agree that was like that was the point to me before we go any farther, did this movie, like, make you laugh? Yeah. Do you think I was like, it... is this movie a comedy? Me too, but I don't know if I was laughing at the right parts. Maybe oh. I was. Well, maybe we should get into it. I, I think I wrote down what parts made me laugh, fortunately. But I've just been thinking about the fact that it's actually listed as a comedy... Horror? Well, I didn't know it was, but like, 
they wrote some stuff in there that was like clearly supposed to be funny. Well, I loved like the way his parents talked to him when they're like, "Was that your friend uh, Milo outside?" And he's like, "Yeah." And they immediately just turn around and walk away from him. And then like, yeah, later when he's like, "I'm going out," and they're like, "Oh, be safe." And then he's like, "Or no," and they're like, "Oh, where are you going?" And he goes, "I'm going to the beach." And he go, they go, when are you going to be back? And he goes, well, it depends on if we're going to go out or not. And they go, okay, be on by uh, whatever. Yeah. And just, like, cut him off. They kept, like, cutting him off. Like, that killed me. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's supposed to be intentionally funny. But that made me laugh. Okay. The well, fact that they just kept cutting him off. I was like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. Like, it, it, <laughs> that's kind of sad. Uh, I have a, kind of a familiar experience with that. Um... <laughs> but yeah i think that is kind of hilarious it's like it's like hey uh, what are you doing today i don't care yeah that's it's like, like it's like just asking to be nice right yeah um so then he he gets one of the first he gets he sort of feels like he's being like played with by his family by because these things keep being left in his jeep mm-hmm. the first of which is a doll with a screw in its head which i thought was the sex weird. doll Oh, no, 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 it was the Ken doll. It was just a Ken doll with a screw in its head. I didn't realize there was a screw in its head. Yeah. A screw or a nail? It's a screw. Okay. It was threaded. Uh, we get some B-roll of the Albacore Club. Seems a little fishy to me. <laughs> uh, and then we get a shot that actually did make me laugh again. Was Billy trying to like make out with his girlfriend on the beach? I was like, God, dude, you guys are going hard as fuck in public right now, bro. Damn. Uh, and that girl, dude, his the girl that played his girlfriend, and I have her name on here somewhere. I think uh, her camel toe is showing so hard in that first shot. I was like, my lanta, bro. <laughs> uh, it's the aesthetic. And then when they are making out, the kids crawling behind them in the background yeah. made me laugh. That was, like, really funny to me, because I was just like, how fucking inappropriate. I thought it was funny, too, because, like, you knew that that was meant to be there. Yeah. Like, if if it wasn't meant to be there, it wouldn't be in the shot. But if it, if it was, didn't have importance, But it if it wasn't meant to be there and it was still in the shot, that probably <laughs> would have been just as funny to me, honestly. I guess. But the whole point is that they end up spraying them. They take their suntan lotion right. and spray them. Which... Which I thought there was some sort of sexual um, kind of humiliation interpreted by this. Maybe I'm just gross. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> you have sexual humiliation from being sprayed by lotion? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they spray the, them in their face and stuff. Like they, so they blast like that chick in the face pretty on. bad. Whoa, dude! <laughs> well, I'm getting deep, like right now, into Zach's psychology. So wait. The idea of a guy and his girl being came on at the same time is what came to mind when some kids shot lotion on these two people's faces. No, I just assumed that was... I guess that's kind of like... Is the guy shooting the load of a black guy? Okay, well, I guess not really so much with the kids, but when they run off with it, and then he tackles one of the kids and gets the bottle, um, and then that chick picks it up and squirts it on his face, and she's like... Don't get too hot or something. Okay, that part, yes. Okay. I will take that. But I was like, come well, on. Okay, so it wasn't so much the guy and the girl, but the kids hit the girl in the face with it pretty bad. It's oh, all over her I face. thought you were talking like some me and my, I'm being dominated some with like, my lady. Some like, like sexual, sexual re- saw shit. Yeah. Like Fifty like Shades of Grey meets sadism. saw. Yeah. Yeah. Sado, uh, sadomasochism. Exactly. 
Except I think that's to yourself. Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know because I'm not in the BDSM I'm not either. D scene. <laughs> Just not part of that club. Not Sorry, guys. This is where we're uh, introduced to. Clarissa, who is who you were just talking about. Yeah. And her mom, Mrs. Carlson. <laughs> well, okay. She kind of reminded me of Barf from Spaceballs. Same. Do you think she was... Barf! She also, you know what? She reminded me of the large lady in, um, with the, with the jump boots in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, okay. So I haven't seen all of that movie. Oh, no. I saw bits of it, and that was years ago. It's not good. I want to watch it we'll, though. We'll do it. We should probably do it for this. Okay. Um, Tell us I if mean, you want us to do it for. It's crazy because you'd think it'd be good because you get Dennis Hopper, John Leguizamo, and uh, Bob Hoskins. Bam, my boy, and I I love him in um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Is he? Who is he in that? He's the detective. Okay. The main, the main detective. I love Bob. Hoskins. Anyways, you'd think that movie would be great with the three of them, like. As the but just because you have good actors in it doesn't mean the movie's gonna be good. I know. Directors um, are directors for a reason. Do you think Miss Carlson was intended to be comedic uh value for the whole movie? Unfortunately I I kinda did. Same. Um and I thought it was gonna go in a much more vulgar way, knowing kind of what happens in the movie. Same. From the trailer. Um because she seemed uh very gluttonous. And I was very excited to see what they would do with that. Sure, sure. But when it comes down to it, all she does is eat hair. Yeah. Which is disgusting. Well, and she's not the... Oh, uh, uh, well... So do you think she doesn't... Without getting into it too much, she doesn't really get into the stuff at the end, does she? I don't believe so. But... Would it it would be safe to say that she's would take part in that? Yeah, but for some reason it seemed like she was kind of mindless. I kind of want to know more about. That's what I mean. I'm like, what is this? I feel like there was a lot of unexplained stuff with her. Same. Which was that's what I mean is like she was kind of interesting, but then they took a weird approach with it, and then it was just like, what is this character? Yeah. So. Um. So then, one of the major like events in this movie is Blanchard shows Billy a tape recording that he got from a microphone inside of his sister's earring, which explains the beginning of Blanche being in his sister's uh, bathroom. Right. He wanted to spy on because and he put the microphone because on he already earring. knows some shit. Right. Or at least he thinks he, was, he knows. He's on to it. He's on to it. Right. He's got theories. And so he he does his recording schematics. He does his recording and um it's pretty rough, man. The stuff that he hears on there would like <laughs> shatter my reality. Well, I was kind of not understanding it. Really? It was kind of confusing. Well, well it wasn't first... at first. It kind of leads up to like, okay, this makes sense. First there's some talk about is with his sister. It, his sister's there with other people, right? Right. The, the very first clip's funny. It's them getting into the car, the mom, dad, and sister, and the dad's like, all right, now buckle up. And then he fucking fast forwards, and I was like, that's funny. But uh, the second one is her talking about how she's so excited to come out and how she's excited. She goes, oh, because so does that mean I can hook up with anybody, not just boys? And they're like, yeah, isn't that so exciting? Hmm. And, like, all this stuff. 
And then there's like actual audio of what we perceive to be some sort of like orgies, foursome. Banging. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, between her, um, Ferguson. Uh huh. And then her mom and dad. Yeah. Uh, which is like. That's where I was like, what is happening? Because uh, I thought it was one thing if it was just her banging a dude. Sure, that made sense. once you throw mom and but dad in, it's like, Yeah, ugh. there are other voices. And I wasn't sure if it was the mom and dad or not. I was kind of in and out right well, there. Well, Ferguson later says that. Oh, was. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that tape, dude, I, that would shatter my reality. I would just run away, I think. Yeah. Like, like it's what do like, you do? Knowing that and then having to go back and like... I can't face these people. Yeah. But, and of course the way this movie plays with it, uh, he tries to show to his counselor who then like tells him he's basically like hearing things, they play it back and it's like kind of a different tape. It's like the yeah. same, but it's different. Yeah. And it's, it's, he's like, that's not what I heard on the tape. Right. So he calls uh, Blanchard requesting another one and then Blanchard's car crashes on the way there and he gets there to find a body being picked up. Okay. Yeah. Who he believes to be Blanchard. Right. Um, which is important because later, um, that scene's kind of interesting too. Cause we're introduced to the cop who, because he, he discovers the tape player, Yeah. but then the cop takes it from him and he's like, this isn't just uh, lost and found, you yeah. know? And we're introduced to this cop and he comes back quite a few times in the movie. Yeah. Um, we get like this whole side plot that didn't really make like a ton of sense to me uh but basically where like billy starts cheating on his girlfriend with clarissa yeah um and his girlfriend like knows and she's like following him around getting really like pissed pissed yeah in all of this happening i realized that billy's girlfriend looks like zach's favorite genre of music <laughs> Uh, which is clown. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I do love clown music. So, uh, one of the ideas I kind of picked up from this movie, especially with like the paranoia vibes, was this is sort of the anti-Truman Show. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of and it kind of felt like that too, because um, at the end, I think it's the mayor or the judge. I think he's who is says he the judge. Yeah. Okay. Who says something like, "You all did great." And and like everyone's like clapping and stuff, and we'll, we'll get into that more. But like, no, but you're right. I was like, oh, weird. It's like everybody was in on, it's like, like trying so to fuck with this guy's or life. Orchestrated. Yeah, it's crazy. But there's still other people that aren't a part of it, like his Just, friend. But underclass people. That's the thing. Oh, is it's people that are not a part of upper class? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I was trying to go with the this this movie's like telling a message you know about society absolutely and unfortunately i kind of think that message might be a little more realistic than people realize maybe or could be i should say i don't know do you think that this movie is sort of saying the same thing that the purge movies are saying or the first one at least um i don't know i've never seen the purge movies really wow no i did see the first one i think because, I mean, the theme of those movies is that wealth and success are all you really need, and with those things you can sort of... 
people just sort of you can turn survive. a blind eye and you can get away with what, like sort of whatever you want. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, right, because the whole thing was that the the people were coming to them because they had money. Right. Well, they were coming to their house because they well, had money, right? And even the breakdown on that is it's one guy comes to them basically looking for help because he's being hunted down by these like rich aristocrats. Oh, that's that's right. That's what it was. Yeah. But he ends up getting into the house, so then that's why they're terrorizing terrorizing their house is because they're look they, 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 they want the guy. Yeah. That's right. Um but but I at the essentially at the core of it, it's this idea of aristocrats being able to take advantage of people. Yeah. Um, and I think that this movie at the core, I mean, and eventually it does sort of say that is the same thing is that people with money do take advantage of the people below them. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's even a deeper message that isn't explicitly stated that we can maybe get into that comes along with it in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, anyways, we're kind of jumping around. Uh, when when Billy goes to like the party, uh, and he this is where he's like dancing with Clarissa, mm -hmm. and then he goes into Ferguson's like tent, dude. I was like, okay, this made me laugh. Where Ferguson's there, right? Yeah, but he's like dressed up as like a wise guy in a suit. I was like, <laughs> why aren't you just at, like the wise guy at a party in a tent? Like, yeah. what the fuck? And there's like a DJ outside. Like that part had me laughing because I was just like, what a weird ass dynamic. But it's so funny. He was kind of like the he was like the cool guy though. But he was a, like such a douchebag. Oh, I know. And this is where he, uh, kind of just being an asshole to Billy is like, yeah, I banged your sister and your mom or whatever or something to him, and they get in a fight. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, essentially, Billy ends up leaving with Clarissa, and they hook up. And isn't she kind of his girl too? I don't. Clarissa really is Ferguson's. No, it, it kind of almost seemed like that, but also not at the same time. This movie has got kind of like a lot of stuff they don't really tell you. Yeah, you know, it's kind of just left out to the imagination or something. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. I feel like the more movies we cover that are like that, the those are the ones we tend to like gravitate into, like into being like more interested in actually talking about. Yeah, because I think it leaves a little more for us to like. Maybe to the imagination for us to actually want to explore. Well, and that's the thing is like I like hearing other people's take on that, and yeah, yeah. and then giving mine, because um, a lot of times you and I perceive things differently in movies. Oh sure, and but it's not always like factually explained, right? So it's like it's up in it's up to interpretation, and that can change a lot of character dynamics and stuff. Like oh, that absolutely. Because there's there were times where you thought. Like, in, uh, other characters were like, you're like, they're such a brat. And I'm like, oh, I didn't take it that way. It's okay. It's oh. like they're kind of mistreated. Are you referring to Krampus? Yeah. 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 You thought the boy was a brat. And I was like, I didn't think so. I, I thought, thought he was, he was really sort genuine. Of bratty. I guess I should have said. He, well, he, he, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, go listen whatever. to the Krampus. Yeah. That's an episode. Go, go listen, listen to the Krampus to episode. It's a, it's good. I think people like it. People were reacting. To if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, anyways, we get a sex scene at about 40 minutes in, you get some nipple, and we also get some man butt crack. Yeah, we do. And that shot was not necessary for me, <laughs> for sure, like rubbing her hand down his butt crack into his butt. <laughs> I didn't need it. She, you, you see her like trying to like, like put her left finger in and then he's like trying to like take Pull it away. It out, yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, by the time they're like done, 
She's like soaked in sweat and he's just dry as fuck. <laughs> that seems like the common theme in movies. I was like, why is she doing all the work, bro? Damn. <laughs> you said that about Scream, too. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, well, yeah, what are you doing in these movies? Make the guys well, do the no, work. No, I think it was the other way around, though. I think you were saying he was super sweaty and she looked fine. Because then oh, I argued right. that she did have to brush her hair, though. You're right, because Billy was like, putting his shirt on and stuff but yeah. okay yeah but by the time he was putting his shirt on she was already brushing her hair and ready i feel like he had to take a shower i just oh well i i don't know maybe well maybe that is what happened i imagine she didn't take a shower we'll do scream redux we'll watch it i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah. uh, um when they were getting into this like sex scene though at first when he's she's pulling his pants down i was like dude are you on commando and denim that is a <laughs> fucking choice bro that's that's a risk that's a commitment yeah that's a risk that's a rough one uh, man, I gotta save this for the quotes, but we get one of, in my opinion, the best quotes of the movie. Oh yeah! Immediately after the sex scene, um, we also get some more nipple at forty three twelve, forty three nice. minutes twelve seconds. Just so everybody glad you're clocking that in every yep. episode. I'm there for you, um, Clarissa, Clarissa's mom. This is where we actually get the uh, in this like scene of Clarissa and Billy's dynamic building. Is where we learn that Clarissa's mom is the giant lady, uh, uh-huh. Miss. Oh, because he slams into her at the beach, right? And right. it's kind of a weird moment, and she kind of like stares at him, and that's what I mean. Is like she's kind of mindless, and she kind of like follows her daughter around. Yeah, well, and then later, uh, he kind of like brings that up to her a little bit, and all she says is like she does some things I don't like. It's oh. like all you really get, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, then, yeah, she like coughs up the hairball and gives it to him right then, and I was like, "That's nasty." Well, and I would probably be like, uh, "Yo, I can't see your mom again, <laughs> like, dude." Yeah, right. You'd be, be like, "Bro, I think you, me, or me, me and your mom got like a dynamic." Because oh. I love cats. She's coughing up hairballs. That's true. That is very cat-like, and I do like that. Yeah, so. although she's very big cat. Oh, she's a large cat. Um, oh, so, by the way, I saw cats. It was uh, awesome, dude. I know you said that. I almost don't want to talk about this movie with you because I feel like we're not going to see eye to eye ever. Even <laughs> if I see it, I don't think we're going to see eye to eye about it. Dude, it was a trip. I believe that. I believe that <laughs> statement. I believe that about the I, original, too. All, all I'm saying is I had fun and I enjoyed myself. Yeah, how... Okay. How many intoxicating things were you on really not much not much well one thing how much of that one thing well not too much but i I think i was probably uh you know kind of in a a higher state of mind uh for maybe like (laughs) half the movie oh (laughs) i'm sure it, it, it was still fun though. I remember the whole movie. I well, still and I still agree. I'll I'll get it for you for your birthday next year. Nice. Maybe, maybe we'll watch it together. Um This is the second time we get one of the weird scenes of something uh just sort of being in Billy's car and it's the sex doll with the Ken doll in its mouth. Okay. I didn't see that it was in the mouth. Uh this this is where he walks in on his parents and his sister. Right, okay. And because he brings in the doll, she's like, ew, why would you bring that into mom and dad's room? And I was like, you guys are just, like, banging or, or about to. Yeah, and, and then she's like, 
no way, I'm getting ready for school or something. And I was like, like oh, dude. Sure. Then, ugh. Dad's got his shirt off and mom's blouse is like undone or something. Uh, in this uh, or dress, it seems like everyone's wearing a dress. Sort of after this, um, or kind of like during this, Shauna is talking about how she knows that he's cheating on her. Yeah, and I'm Shauna, by the way, that's the girlfriend's name. I'm on her side. He's being a dickhead. You shouldn't cheat. Yeah. Oh, and he, yeah, he is being a dickhead. I think he gets what he deserves in this movie. I'm just kidding. Running off with the off with the hot free. girl. Yeah. yeah. No no issues at all. It's <laughs> to start over with his life. Yeah, it's like uh kind of comes out, so. Um And uh actually yeah, so this is where he he kind of yells at his parents and that's where we get our quote from you for the beginning of the episode. Yes. But he drops a fuck you butthead. Uh which I <laughs> Which he says to his dad. Which I was laughing. I was like Dude, you're like I, I wish ever... I had said that to my dad, dude. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I love I love the dichotomy of fuck you and butthead. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what? like, like, like he's already going there with fuck you, mm-hmm. right? But then he just calls him a butthead. It's like it's almost like a throwing in a sorry at the end. <laughs> like, sorry, I didn't mean it. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I just think it's it, it takes it more childish to me, and I think that's even more hilarious. It kind of like is. just like a six year old saying that to you. Uh, Fuck you, butthead. When they go to they go to Blanche's funeral, and Milo like pushes a hole into the side of the face. That was weird. Yeah. I was like, uh, but then they say he had like reconstructive surgery done. Yeah, which. Just so you could have. A... Are they saying that he had, or in order for them to present him at the funeral? I think that's what they were saying. That's what I thought too. Which I was like, why? But they wouldn't do that. They would just do a closed casket. Yeah. <laughs> well, which obviously we're gonna learn later. But uh... I think they just kind of wanted to put this body horror idea into your head right then and there. Yeah, and make you wonder about it. Because it had been kind of a second since we'd had anything, like, scary happen. Yeah. Um, and if they just did the closed casket... I think what would have been good is if they, they did the closed casket and maybe he comes back and opens it and maybe the body is there and they it was, like, reconstructed or whatever. Because it was right. obviously, like, a fake thing. Yeah. And then that's where he, like, Well, they, they and... even talk for a second about how it looks nothing like him, though. And it didn't. Yeah, exactly. It totally looked like a different... That's... And I think that's why I was so confused. I was like, who is this supposed to be? It's just some fake thing. Uh, right after Milo leaves, uh, Petri. Milo's his, uh, his friend, right? Yeah, right. Okay. And from the very beginning. Oh, that's right. Petri's the guy, the guy from the very the beginning. Because when he starts coming, like, getting more involved again, I was like, where did this guy come from? Yeah, very beginning. I forgot they started the movie with hit them together. They're playing basketball in the, yeah. in the front of the house. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So it, this is, but this is where you meet Petri, the guy with the glasses. Yeah. Uh, that was the name I was trying to remember earlier. It's Petri or not Petri? It's Petri is what they say. Uh, okay. And I looked up the spelling for it. It's P-E-T-R-I-E. Patricio. But he's sort of like a creep. Because he just is like all of a sudden beso- behind Billy and he like freaks him out. Yeah. And he tells him to meet him uh, like at this bluff or something. And Billy goes to find him and finds like this car all fucked up. And he's in there with his neck slit, like throat slit. I was just like, damn, dude, that was fast. Like, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, later on, we're going to learn a little bit more about what happened here. 
But Milo like followed him there, and he actually ends up seeing more of what happened. That's right. So there's because there becomes sort of a separation because Milo's sort of still watching everything, mm-hmm. and then um, Billy gets like sort of acquired or captured. Yeah, he does. And uh, they, they take put him to him, the, like, the hospital. Yeah, and they give him some drugs, uh, which I was kind of curious about. What, when he leaves, because he sort of just leaves after having a hallucination in the hospital. Yeah. And, and uh, Milo's like talking to him. He's trying to like talk to him about what's going on. And he's talking about how everybody's fine. And he's like playing it off. And I was like, is it because he thinks that Milo's in on it and he's trying to pretend he's cool? Or is it because he thinks he's gone crazy? Oh. I didn't really think either of those. What did you think? I thought that he ultimately came to the... uh, Came with... uh, Came to with reality. Oh. Or like... um, Like accepted it? Came to terms. Yeah, accepted it. Sorry. Um, And that reality was that... The, the town he lives in, the people in this town are all these like weird fucked up people hiding shit and whatnot. And he's like, he's, he's, he's accepted it. He's like, it's, and it's whatever. And that he was like shrugging, shrugging it off. I mean, maybe that's not the case then. Yeah, that's interesting because I feel like there's a few different ways you could take him doing that. And I, I definitely think actually what you just said is because immediately valid too. after he goes home and I think he goes home or is it back to Clarissa? He goes, uh, no, he goes home. Cause that's when he says, fuck you, butthead, isn't it? Am I wrong? It's before that. Okay. That Uh, comes back up. He says it again at the end. No, I know. It gets said a couple times. Okay. So, well, let me see where, oh no, he goes over to Clarissa's house. You're right. Because then he freaks out on her. Yeah. And like slaps her around. There's some sort of confrontation. He slaps her around. Yeah. Which I was like, uh, I don't know if I like that. I mean, I get it, but I don't know if I thought that was necessary. Because he kind of hits her. Well, I was like, all right, man. I mean, is, is a lot of the stuff in this movie essentially necessary? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. I hate that I'm like more forgiving of the shit that happens later than this, but I think it's because it <laughs> it's obviously feel like it. acting. You like actually hit her. Oh, no, I, I imagine, I don't think so. You got to also understand that um, they, they could have had stunt people. I, well, I mean, maybe not, but... I don't know. Well, I only say that because when he leaves, her chest is, like, super red. Like, she looked like she was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, you know, maybe but, they tried it and she said, I could take it. And that's something. possible. I could pee out a line. I don't know. But I'm just saying it just made me uncomfortable a little bit. Um... I get that. And then Miss Carlin starts helping Milo. Just cuz. Yeah. Like I was Well, like, she like tries to eat his hair. And that's what I mean. Like, is he, like, like brings her along. <laughs> yeah, that was odd. I was like, what the fuck? But that's what I mean is like I kind of wish she was more in on the horror aspect of it. Well, cuz she's just a random fucking character. And like I said, she seemed gluttonous. She's eating hair. Bit of a bigger, very bit large. of a bigger woman, yeah. yeah. Um, and with the movie being what it is, I thought she's gonna start like swallowing people whole, and that's what I wanted. Sure. <laughs> I wanted that. Well, you get it. It's fucking in a minute. You get somebody shit. getting swallowed whole. Uh, anyways, Billy goes home after that, 
And then he there's like the scene of him drinking the water and like spilling it all over himself and shit. He was very thirsty. He definitely. I've done it. Yeah. I'll say it. Uh, and this is sort of where the movie cycles back to the beginning. Oh. Where he's holding the knife and he's walking through the house. Okay. And this is where they it like meets up. The very beginning, before the credits. Dang, I guess that kind of takes a while then, though. Yeah, it's almost Th- the end of the movie. Yeah. I think all of my notes after this are going to be sort of revealing. Yeah, probably. Because this is pretty much where the shit hits the fan for the movie. Yeah. He gets pinned down and... Everybody in society, all of the upper class people of society, sort of show themselves and ex- they start to explain to him um, that society is a nepotistic class of non-human creatures that are among humans that have been here for longer than humans. Yeah. Um, but that they suck off of humans and that they always have. So, like I, I kind of thought what was happening was that they were converting people into these things. I don't, I don't know, growing. though, because I think that they're just consuming. And I say that because the judge at the end has the beauty mark on his face. Right. But we don't see... Blanche is obviously gone. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's why I was going to say earlier... Which actually doesn't make any sense because we confirmed my confusion on that one. But I thought earlier you were saying um, that maybe Billy was their son and that maybe they were just trying to get him to be a part of it. But I was like, do you think he would survive what happens to them? Uh, that was the was thing is I, I thought of, but... I thought they all just kind of like turn you into one of these things by morphing with you. No, I think they're just not human. And they just right. okay. consume you. Gotcha. Um, that makes sense. Which, I mean, since we're there... I think that's better, too, honestly. Well, I, I don't know. that Because that, that's where I thought it was about, like, conformity. I thought that was kind of the message. It was like, it was like an anti... It, it was like, this is what happens with conformity. Yeah, I don't even think so it's I about... Th- I don't think it's about conformity. And the only reason I'm... I'm when I, that. And that's uh, what I'm saying now, too. Is oh, like, sure. Well, now I don't think so, but that's what I did think. Sure, sure. I would say I think the movie's idea is kind of different in the sense that it's not about wanting people to conform. It's about the rich consuming right. the weak. And the, yeah, and, and the I would poor, agree with that now. You know? Because um, that makes more sense with what happened. Right. And so, uh, at one hour and 18 minutes... You get all of the skin you could possibly want in the yeah, movie. Yeah, you do. Um, so that's that I sounds think, so dirty. Saying I think that, but... that I know. I think that's the last like <laughs> you'll see nude or you did time see. I have on their timestamp. Um, I was gonna say before before they really sh- acknowledge what is happening. I was with you. I thought that it was a conformity thing and that he was just gonna be kind of become a part of this thing. Yeah. Well, and, I yeah. And so one of my notes was, do you think it hurts to be shunted? Now, with that being said, after having finished the movie, yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. At this point, I was like, I don't really understand Miss Carlin being in this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I, at that point, I was kind of like, I'm checked out on this character. That's what I mean, is I, no I thought she was going to be swallowing people whole. Yeah. That's what I wanted. <laughs> um, and then I guess we can start getting into what is happening here, but... Uh, b- as our way to transition into what happens with this movie, 
A Hand Up the Ass and Out of the Mouth might be my favorite movie kill I've ever seen. Okay, so I guess I didn't realize it was going into the butt. <laughs> well, I don't know where it goes in, but it looks like... Because he, he shoves in like it this. It just seems like he just... Yeah, it turns them... Like, shoves their arm into their pelvis sure i don't know but the butt uh, kind of makes more sense i was just kind of like my god <laughs> uh uh clarissa like loving billy and like wanting to help let him go being like under the plot lines and how they end up like that was kind of weird escaping together but i was like fine with it kind of i kind of feel the same way i'm like kind of indifferent about it yeah i was like well that opens a lot more story too. It kind because of because is well, she not part of them? She is, and that's why it left me being like, "This is gross." Because there's a scene of her earlier in the movie all contorted. Yeah, which we it was missed that, that sex scene. But I liked that because I was like, "Oh, that's a really like kind of easy effect to do." That yeah, looks good. Yeah, and yeah. it was cool. Um. Ooh. Who was uh oh it was the counselor who got the like Joker smile prosthetic, right? Hmm. You know oh, I guess about? so. Yeah, it was kind of that like weird that like that duck. It almost like a a beak, a bill or a bill. Yeah. Um that was not my favorite. I thought it was cool. It didn't look that great, but That's I thought what it I mean. but it just added to that horror. It looked cool. And you know, he, he Brian Yosna made a choice in this movie, and I will say it was a great choice to use the red light yes. for the atmosphere because it covers up a lot of the flaws of coloring with those effects. Yeah, well, and it makes everything look so fleshy. Yeah. It, it, it just looks like it's a room of flesh. Yeah. It was gross. And, and everyone's, like, sweaty and oiled up. And, and finding the picture to post this week for this episode was stomach-churning, yeah. to say the least. Nice. But, uh... Um. <laughs> no, I brought the, the Joker smile prosthetic. My favorite prosthetic in this whole movie is the hand prosthetic. The hand. The hand head. Oh yeah, the the dude whose hand is like yeah, it's like yeah, doing the, the thing. The llama. And then the hand is coming after him too. Yeah. That was my favorite one because it was like the most creative looking to me and like kind of random, but it still makes sense with what we're watching. It reminded me of those things from Spy Kids. Oh, the uh, floops flugels. Yeah. Yeah. The th- are they called thumb? Or what does he do? He's like, he goes like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Floop. Oh, man. Uh, when Bill goes into his parents' room uh, during all of this happening and discovers his mom dad and sister that yeah, was a trip nuts. so he discovers his mom and she's all like weirdly contorted and like her her legs are like gone yeah they're the, like the dad's like arms it's like his torso yeah and, and so the, she looks like this weird creature with these weird like legs it was gross and it, then when like he gets closer or something he, did he fall on well, the ground gets, or something she gets out of the bed and starts walking towards him and he's trying to get away trips falls onto his back and oh, she gets right. on top of him yeah and then the sister's head comes out of like the vaginal area well it just kind of like swings up so like but i was like whatever. Oh. but yeah it was gross it was crazy and then this is where we see the dad on the bed which is are they all part of one being or is there two I think there's multiple. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It was like they were taking their bodies off and like handing them to like switching body parts. 
We'll talk about this in a second after another reveal that happens. But I think I actually understand why he chose to do this. No, I understand why he chose to do this. But I didn't realize that they were also just swapping body parts. Because the mom's legs were obviously like his arms, yeah, right? Yeah, Like Because they were like hairy man arms. Well, he had... Oh, you're talking about the dad where, or the mom? The mom. Oh, her, yeah, absolutely. Her legs you're were right. hairy no, you're man right. arms. You're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I got confused there for a second. You're right. Because the next shot is, or the next reveal is of the dad. Who's uh, <laughs> who's an ass? His face is an ass. Yeah, there's, you see these legs bent over on a bed, uh, like someone kind of like just on their knees on the bed, and then uh, no underwear, but there's a skirt there. Yeah. Uh, and his face is like, yeah, the ass, and he goes, oh, I guess I, I guess I am a butthead. Yeah. And then like laughs about it. And then he also makes fart noises and laughs. Yeah. He's yeah. like, <laughs> and laughs about that too. Which I was laughing about that. I was like, my God. No, what I am know. I watching? And, well, and that's where I kind of thought it was a comedy. And then a little bit later too, when when the um, uh, the doctor or whatever goes to get them. and uh, We still haven't really explained what society is yet even. Okay, well, it's, yeah, this is a body horror movie. And people are melting. Getting goopy. Sorry, though. Go turning ahead. into one. Um, the guy goes to get them, and uh, he's like, uh, "Oh, you got to see this," because I think it's I think it's when uh, I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Okay. Um, because I think it's right when Billy's gonna fight Ferguson, and he's like, "Oh, you got to see this." Um, and they're like, "Okay, well, we're changing," and he goes, "Into what?" Oh like, yeah, laughs. yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so that's what I mean is like they wrote some stuff to be funny. In definitely, this. definitely. Um, well, and even, you know, when it does the hand, uh, the hand little shot, he says, let me give you a hand. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like, obviously the pun. jokes. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> we didn't even really explain it yet, but, um, society is like this body melting orgy where these people just sort of melt into each other and become these globs of flesh and shapes of just like gross yeah and what we were talking about before is that all these people held blanche down right and started melting into him and he's like horrified of the act and then the judge like Shoves his hand, hand up his ass or something, and, and right through his, his mouth. mouth. And then later, they're also like dumping a bottle of alcohol like into it and stuff too. I didn't know if it was into him or just another like spot. Or, no, it like, was into the was. mouth. Oh, okay, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I think the scariest aspect about that to me, like the whole idea of the whole thing, and that's why I thought they were like part of it too, is because like they were giving him the alcohol. Oh, sure. Well, I think at that point he just became a part of them. Right, sure. You know. uh, that makes sense. I think that uh, the scariest part about that scene and the way it's delivered to me that actually had me a bit like, yikes, is the fact that he's like conscious. Yeah, he just has alive. to watch it happen. It's like, dude, can you imagine watching something so hor- horrific happening to your body? It, it reminds me, and I mean, all body horror honestly reminds me of The Fly. It yeah. always brings me back to the fly. I think that's probably one of the first body horror movies that I watched and really had an understanding and appreciation for what I was seeing. Uh-huh. Um, but they're like, there is a terror behind watching your body change because you have no control over it. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Anyways, sorry. That, that was just like something about that scene that I was like, whoa, I mean, I'm not taking this too seriously or getting scared, but like, that's kind of freaky. 
Oh, it's super freaky. You know. Um, Real freaking naughty. <laughs> uh, and out of all of the shit we see in this body melt orgy, watching them, like, eat, eat and, like, lick on the eyeballs Like when their faces hair. melt onto the body and stuff? Yeah. That shit's, like, crazy. But watching them eat the hair and eyeballs is the most disgusting. Yeah. I was, like, not a fan of that. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't realize this was um, the judge, but this is where he, they, they all sort of come back together right before the fight mm-hmm. uh, between Ferguson and Billy. Uh, but then, yeah, the judge comes back with the beauty mark. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool concept. And, and he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Because um, he, he says something about it when they're doing all that stuff to Blanche. And God, that part is so terrifying. Being held down by all those people and like, yeah, that happening. And just like and, the, and like what the guy was just saying to him. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh. Um, God. And, and like, oh, I don't know. There's just like this whole like um, helplessness to it. Yeah. 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 He, he was screwed. Um, we get Billy and Ferguson fighting and Billy sort of shunts Ferguson, I suppose. And like pulls him inside out. Yeah. That was nuts. And shoves is, his fingers through his eyes and his mouth. It was so gross. Yeah. It was really gross. It, but done really well. Done really very well. well. That's one thing this movie has is like I said earlier, three quarters, if not more of the effects in this movie are chef's kiss. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. You know? Uh, and then this is where we get our last like major reveal of the movie that society, the people are made up of worms. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, they're worms. When he pulls them inside out, it's just worms inside of him. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Uh, I didn't understand that. I thought it was just like organs and stuff. So, so where are they? The the worms from the apple? They're the same types of worms. Interesting. Oh, you mean used? Yeah. Okay, so maybe that means that when he had that like vision, that was kind of like, oh, I wonder, was that really a vision, or did that really happen? And then the whole thing was that they were trying to get him to eat worms, so that he would become one of them. Maybe, but that again, kind of is conflicting with what we both kind of thought the movie was about. That's in those two different ways, because there's like that conformity part, but then also the consumer. the rich consuming the poor. I think that that the apple was probably more or less just uh, another symbol of like something not being as it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, which I forgot to say this earlier. There's a scene where he walks in, and takes a bite of the apple, and puts yeah. it back on the pile. Oh, oh, he it's does. not the same one. I didn't know he puts it back on the apple, or I mean the pile. Yeah. No, but the thing is, when he goes back to talk to his dad, or no, he goes back and talks to the, the counselor. Um, counselor again. It's funny because he's telling him, he's like, yeah, uh, all this happened and I feel great. And he takes a bite of the apple and he looks at it and he goes, <laughs> and like, does like the 80s nod. Yeah. And then like, he puts it back on the pile of uh, fruit. I didn't realize he put it back though. But I just thought it was funny because he's like, oh, sick, no worms. Right. They're like, oh, good. I'm glad that I was just freaking out before. Last and time. Is, yeah, yeah, last time. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, and then uh, Billy drives off with. Uh, Milo and his new worm girlfriend. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of the end. Now, the reason I uh, earlier the reason I said I like the choice of them doing the whole body like falling apart and going into pieces and like you know doing their own thing uh, 
was that the reveal of worms and the idea of a worm being able to survive and essentially become two separate beings when you cut it up. Uh-huh. And so I was like, oh, that's a cool, interesting concept. Of course, if you take two worms and put them together, they're not going to just morph together. I'm sure that you probably need to do a little bit more work than that. Yeah. Um, I think we should do the obvious and rate this movie in shunts. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you rate the movie first this week. Okay. Uh, I Wait, no, I always rate it first, though always been the thing <laughs> i know but you're saying you're letting me yeah okay know, i gotta like, oh, give it's a boost I, of like i get the honor yeah okay yeah it's oh well it is my honor thank you to say uh i think i give this five yeah five shunts wow the pull in the face back right through the asshole that's that i am astonished not in a uh negative sense at all a, I've never. I don't think you've given a movie five stars or five anythings. I think I have. Which movie? I don't know. <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Go no, 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 no. <laughs> I think I gave Godzilla like a three. <laughs> um, well, I don't recall you giving a movie five stars. I've definitely been surprised with your ratings before, but I guess I just I with this movie I didn't know. I did not know how you were gonna feel about it. Uh, yeah, oh, I could get that. Because it, it could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, wow, that's cool. You have to have like a certain appreciation for certain things, and like I'm just it's it's not that there's like uh, other than like torture porn and stuff like that. Like I can't stand Saw movies or Hostel. I can't do those. But like when you have something kind of more interesting and like like reality bending, if it's just executed just like real really well, all good and. That's kind of what this movie was for me was like I thought the story and the writing was really well. The slight comedy parts were really great and the whole movie didn't feel like it was trying to be a comedy, which is good. Yeah. There's there was more drama and horror and tension than comedy. And that's like the point. Like the comedy should just be there to kind of lighten that up yeah. so that you can get brought back in. And uh all these special effects were like fucking top notch. Nothing looked bad to me, really. Other than the eyes coming out when he does that to Ferguson. Sure. But, I mean, they got it as good as they could get. And it, you know, it transported me there. I was into it. I was like, okay, cool. Because they took it there. And, like, you can't really, you can't really take it there without it looking, like, not too great. You're right. I think, I think you could find a way if you spent the right time, found the right things that really look well together. But it, it did, it did its job. So yeah, I agree a hundred percent. So yeah, I like the story. I thought the movie was pretty good. I thought the acting was good. The special effects were good. Um, and yeah, I, I want to say, yes, I definitely recommend this, but there's a lot of people out there that I don't think can handle body horror like this, maybe, which I don't even think this is very bad. I, I, well, the worst, I, agree. Well, I think the I agree. worst thing you really get is kind of the Blanche thing. And the guy being pulled inside out. Well, I don't know. The parents too. I guess that whole part. But like, I feel like there's got to be something out there that's worse. Like, like it looks cra- like gross. Well, you know what? Actually, I was gonna, I was gonna argue that uh, I agree with. You. Hang on, I do agree with you that the body horror in this is not that bad. It's kind of mild. Yeah, but um, it is like whoa. With that being said, though, and that's what I mean is like if you don't like 
that kind of stuff. But I still think the body horror and the fly is worse than this. And it, I mean, there's less. There's way less. But I think it's more like effectively like I disturbing. Agree. I agree. One hundred percent. And I know I keep like leaning on that movie, but like that movie's kind of a, a gold. No, it is it's like gold. a gold mine. That movie is like a staple, for at least for me. I honestly, I know we've both seen it a dozen fucking times each, but I think we should still cover it at some point. No, that's why I wanted to do the second one because I've seen the second one, you haven't, and okay, I thought the second enough. one was really good. I, I, I need to look into the second one. I'm gonna buy it. I'm just gonna buy it because I have some curiosities. You know, Mel Brooks produced the first movie. Yes, we talked about that. Okay, I I'm curious if he had anything to do with the sequel. Why? Just because I don't know that that was something he had intended on. I'm not saying that he was the oh. only person behind the movie. Oh, I see. I'm just curious I... what he his thoughts would have been. Only because I'm a, Mel, a big Mel Brooks fan. Right. I think honestly, he just. Um, I don't think he would have any sort of involve. Like he didn't have any involvement in that. Right. I don't know. If, I don't know. I think really though, he just put money into this probably he liked the idea he liked the threw first some movie. idea he you know he, threw in some money he left his name off of it because he didn't want people to think it was going to be a comedy right which i think is a yeah that's brilliant such a smart that's smart move. because otherwise like the movie otherwise yeah um sorry there's our there's our episode on the fly uh i'm just yeah. kidding i believe we both would have a lot more to say about that movie um which is why we need to do the second one we will um, we can go through some quotes. Uh, did you have some that you were ready to read? Um, well, I already, I already gave one of them, okay. which was the changing into what. I love that. I thought it was so clever and great and funny because he chuckles. Like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm being funny right now. Right. Um, so I just want to bring up the fact that I said the earlier I had said the fuck you butthead is like the new hope. So when the dad says, I guess I am a butthead, that's Empire Strikes Back. Because one other thing we didn't bring up is that when the boy leaves again at the end, he says, see a butthead to his dad. And that's oh, Return yeah. of the Jedi right there. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the trilogy of the, the butthead. God. Uh, the butthead trilogy. Well, so one of the one of the quotes I kind of mentioned earlier without really giving away... Uh, when Billy's talking to his counselor, he uh, the counselor says, "You know what's going to happen to you, though." Once they're uh, he's talking about like his paranoia, and Billy says, "What's going to happen?" And the counselor says, "You're going to make a wonderful contribution to society." Yeah. And once you know where the movie goes, there's a lot of these lines where I'm like, "Oh, that is so just fucking." See, that's the thing is I didn't be an eerie. I didn't really remember what he had said to him throughout the movie. Right, and there's a few of them, so I you get know. that. Um. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of screen time. Because he also says, you have to respect society's rules of privacy. If you don't follow the rules, bad things will happen. And, like, you know, there's all these little lines. And, of course, it's all sort of alluding to what he already thought was happening, <laughs> although it becomes so much more, like I kind of said earlier. Uh, my favorite quote of this movie is immediately after he has sex with Clarissa, she makes him tea and says, how do you like your tea? Cream, sugar, or I can pee in it. Oh yeah, and I was like, "What?" And even he he goes, "Huh?" And yeah, like, I that, was that was like, weird. What the fuck? Um, God, that one was good. Um, we get I do love the smell of the hunt and the taste of the shunt. Is one. Uh, 
Didn't you know, Billy Boy, the rich have always sucked off low-class shit like you? Yeah, Ferguson That's says Ferguson. that too. And that, that was sort of the essential um, like theme, I think, of the movie. We kind right. of got to that. Which, that reminds me that I think that the other underlying uh, message of this movie that they don't explicitly say is that while those that may be true, uh, it does not take much pushback for that to collapse. Yeah. Because as soon as Billy starts to really push back, once he actually knows what's going on, he he takes Ferguson out like immediately. Yeah. And and nobody tries to stop him after that. He just leaves. Well, and I thought it was kind of crazy that he was like, I'm just going to try this. Right. Because it kind of seemed like they could only do it when they were all melting together and everything. And that's right. That's why I was like, oh, that was so weird. Um. But I guess it's just because they're these, like, squishy flesh bags. So, you know or... what? There's a quote earlier in the movie, and I didn't even write this down. I'm just remembering this. But during that, the the first time he's listening to the tape, mm-hmm. and, he, and he's listening to his parents and his sister, and, he you know, he thinks that they're having sex, which, yeah. which turns into this. Um, oh, were they just, like, melting together? Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. And, well, so during that, though... Um, but, I mean, it sounded like sex, though. They are like, right. and stuff. So. Well, one of the girls says um, something along the lines of, like, the hotter you get, the more you can stretch. The hotter and wetter you get, the more you can stretch. During that fight, <sighs> they'd already come back from morphing. Yeah. And so my assumption, at least for this aspect... Is that Ferguson was still elasticy enough from coming back and being hot that Billy was able to do that to him? Yeah, because they were like, like blasting heat in the room. Everyone oh, yeah. was like sweaty and stuff. Absolutely. And, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. I don't know if I gave my score. You didn't. Okay. I was just about to bring that up. I was like, wait. Well, I forgot we didn't do quotes. I'll cut around. This will make this fit. So you gave this movie five. I gave it five. That, I'm actually really happy to hear that because I think this movie is really great. I, however, give this movie a four and a half out of five. Okay. Strictly because of uh, Miss, what's her name? Oh, Miss Carl's Carlin. Carlin is Ms. it Carlin? Carlin? It's Carlin. Yeah. Just because I felt like that character was sort of like too random for the humor in the movie. Because otherwise, everything to me was. As good as it needed to be, if not way better. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm more forgiving because I thought the rest of the movie just kind of held up pretty well. It's so funny. I feel like if you went through our catalog, you and I have sort of switched places on how like we uh, stand on movies. Because huh. I was definitely a lot more forgiving in some of our earlier movies. Go follow us on Instagram at Why Are We Watching This Podcast at WAWWTPod. Yeah. Leave us a dope review, and if we laugh, we'll send you some stickers or something. You, yeah. We'll get in contact with you. Um, but only if we laugh. Yeah, if I don't think it's funny, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Do you want a sticker or not? Okay? So, although you've already heard this, remember to go subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Podcast, or CastBox FM. That is my preferred podcast. Uh, caster, cat, podcatcher. I think they're oh, called. Podcatchers. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm feeling solid. I know we're we're finishing up season two here. We have like one more episode next week, and that is it. Yeah. And uh, and then we're gonna get into season three, and I've already got my first pick, so I think we're gonna get off to a good start, and I think it's gonna be fun. Very cool. Uh, that being said, 
Peace, Peace bitches. bitches. <laughs> <laughs>